Welcome to another edition of Inside Medicine. I'm your host, Doug Geinzer, and we are here in the studio today with Brian Williams, president of Five Star Economy, an online reputation management company based right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. For those of you that are new to Inside Medicine, we broadcast live in the studio here each and every week, and we bring in uh, entrepreneurs, we bring in folks that are doing innovative things in the healthcare arena, uh, those developing medical technologies, medical equipment, those bringing in medical travelers from all around the world, and just doing good things to advance healthcare right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. We've got a great announcement today. We're going to be moving the show, the podcast, uh, from Friday to Thursday in the upcoming weeks here. We did a little study over the uh, holiday weekend, or over the holiday and we sent out uh, an email on a Thursday and found that it got better response. So we pulled our our membership and our our viewers and our audience and everybody seemed to like a Thursday delivery. So starting in the upcoming weeks, we'll start delivering on Thursday. Uh, In the meantime, if you're watching this on one of our distribution channels, whether that's YouTube, Facebook, LasVegasHeels.org, Heels.News, or you received the video in our Heels headline newsletter, uh, you can engage with us live at any given time. You could go to Vegas videonetwork.com slash live. We've got a little chat box there. You can engage. It's uh, non-intrusive, and you could ask the questions that you'd like of our host. But in the meantime, let's get back, and we're going to welcome Brian Williams, the uh, president of Five Star Economy, to the studio. Brian, welcome to uh, Las Vegas Heels. Doug, thanks for having me today. Great to have you here. So, couldn't help but notice on your business card, it says that you are a president, the president, as well as an Eagle Scout. So, why does it have Eagle Scout on there? Oh, that's a good question, actually. So I am actually an Eagle Scout and an active Scout Master. Um, I talked to the boys in the troop about how being an Eagle Scout and going through the scouting program can really carry throughout their entire lives. And it's one of mm-hmm. the few things that if they earn it as a young boy, they're going to stick with it and keep it on their resume and their biographies and things like that. So um, I decided to put my words where, uh, you know, my money where my, my, my mouth is, so to speak. And yep. it's a real good conversation opener. And a lot of, it's a surprising the amount of people that know about scouting and yeah. respect that uh, the Eagle Scout rank. And it opens up conversation. It's a good conversation piece for us. That's great. That's great. So we're going to talk about reputation management. Uh, obviously, it is impacting the healthcare arena like no tomorrow. Uh, folks are going to what we call Dr. Google. <laughs> uh, and they go to Dr. Google to ask questions and kind of self-diagnose, which is a little bit scary in itself. Uh, but then after that, they go, hey, let me go check out the uh, specialty or the subspecialty that I need to look into. And they start looking at these ratings. Uh, that's the business that you're in. So, But before we get a little bit started with that, tell us a little bit about yourself. So you're a marketer by trade. That's right. What brought you into this space? How did you see the opportunity? And uh, give us a little bit of your background. So the short story is I started my career in 1994 as a digital marketer. Uh-huh. Um, I've had was a- digital marketing <coughs> around back barely, in 1994? Barely. You may not have had an email address back then. So AOL. Uh, may, yeah, AOL. maybe AOL or CompuServe, <laughs> if you remember those days. Yep. So, um, so I started my career in digital marketing, um, actually working for Toyota Corporation. Uh-huh. And uh, from there, just I've had a, a blessed experience working with all kinds of businesses um, throughout e-commerce and things like that. And in uh, about a few years ago, um, I started noticing a shift in buyer behavior. And and that's, you know, I'm fast forwarding obviously pretty pretty quickly here and noticed that reputation and especially online reviews is having such a major influence and a major impact on all kinds of businesses. And so I essentially went to my digital laboratory, as I call it, sure. and attempted to back a number of years ago to create a solution that we could offer to help businesses get their arms around this and really understand how to utilize reputation um, to their advantage. And 
you know, I liken it to when we started our businesses, most of us didn't go out and spend a million dollars on an advertising budget to get the word out about our companies. Most of us used our reputation and word of mouth. And, yep. and today we can use that same, you know, startup type mentality, startup marketing type mentality, but amplify it online with all these various places where it matters most, where consumers are looking at your reputation, it's visible to everybody. And so we kind of got, we're kind of going backwards in a way, in a good way to using our reputation to promote our businesses. And that's, and that's why we, we created this. So we've seen it, you know, I use Amazon almost daily. It's Amazon prime delivers to my house almost every <laughs> uh, single day. Both. So it's, it's commonplace there. Let's it's moving into the medical arena. What is that doing to shift marketing strategy within healthcare. Yeah. So like you said, you know, people are going to the Google doctor, right? To, mm -hmm. to look and, 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 and diagnose themselves and, and, or they're going to Google searching for um, a, a particular type of, of medical practitioner, right? For, for, for a solution that they want to solve. And what's happened is, and you mentioned Amazon. So Amazon, look, they trained us all 22 years ago. They invented basically yep. the five-star online review platform that all of us have become accustomed to using. And since then, Google and other businesses like Yelp and HealthGrades and ZocDoc and all these other places have come up into the foray. And they're basically applying the same type of strategy that Amazon uses on all of us when we buy simple products to all of our, our medical practices now. And so the customer's preconditioned, like you said, to base a purchase decision on whether or not that business or in this case, that physician or medical practice has a five-star reputation or no reputation or worse yet, a bad reputation. And yep. just like on Amazon, you probably, Doug, wouldn't choose to purchase a product that had anything less than at least a four-star reputation, primarily because you can, right? If you go to Amazon looking for anything, you have lots of choices. And the same thing that has, it now holds true with our businesses. And because when you search for, you know, on your phone or on, on the computer for any kind of business, the first thing you're presented with now, oftentimes, most of the time, are those stars. And so the customer's looking for that. The patient is looking for that before they make a decision to buy. And we're going to go online later on in the show, and we're going to really dig in and, 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 and see what it does. Uh, so in the meantime, you saw this problem. You saw this, uh, the five-star ratings coming out, and you created Five Star Economy. Tell us a little bit about the company and the problem that you solve. So the the problem I really solve is, is a, a couple-fold. One is... It's frustrating, right? Because for the first time in maybe the history of marketing and advertising, the business, the practice is no longer in total control of their message. It's actually being controlled in a lot of ways for them or, um, or against them in, in some cases by patients, by competitors, by who knows who, right? Because pretty much anybody can leave an online review. And, and that's a frustrating thing for for business owners and a frustrating thing for medical doctors, right? It's like, hey, why, why is it that anybody can say anything about me and I don't have any control over this, whether they, whether I've done work with them or not done work with them? So the one of the main reasons that we went to develop a solution for this is like, how can we help these, these, these physicians get some control over their message mm -hmm. and also present their the real story, right? Because look, 99% of all physicians' patients are happy, are satisfied. That's why they keep going back and back to them, right? But it oftentimes appears as if the negative stuff is what shows up high up on the search engines and yeah, high think, up in the... I think what they say is, you know, one person will say something good about a, an organization, but seven will talk about the bad stuff. So we're more prompt That's to right. talk about bad experiences. That's right. And you mentioned you use Amazon stuff. I mean, I, and, and, you know, how many reviews do you leave 
versus how many reviews do you read? Yep. And most people read a lot more reviews than they post. And and the only time they really post a review is either because they're feeling motivated to, and oftentimes it's because they're not happy. Yeah. Not because, and so when 99% or more of your customers are pleased, well, how do you get them to actually agree to post something positive about your practice and then actually follow through and do that so that where it matters. So and does Five Star Economy kind of help motivate the users to leave more positive? Is that part of the secret sauce? I'll, t- I'll tell you what the, what the secret is. Um, we motivate through what we call the human nature of one human being wanting to help another human being. Sure. So, for example, Doug, if I came to you and said, look, Doug, I could really use your help. Do you have a minute to, to listen to what I, what, what I need? As long as I'm not asking you for money <laughs> right, or for you to help me move, you're probably going to listen to me for an, at least a minute, right? And so that's kind of what we're doing here in with reputation marketing is we're 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 enabling and facilitating our medical uh, clients to humbly ask for help from their patients. Say, look, it would really mean a lot to me and my staff if you would just help me out for a minute. Would you mind listening me hearing me out? And we get a really good connection that way. So the motivation is really that human nature to want to help another human and, being. And I think other industries have really adopted this. You know, when you go and you buy a car, they're very good at their follow-up of, hey, you're going to get the survey. Yeah. Can you make sure that you fill it out the right way? That's right. Uh, That's right. And so this yeah, is They're almost co- aggressive with it. I mean, they, they, they are <laughs> yeah. aggressive with it. Yeah. Uh, so this is, you know, there's reputation management and then there's reputation marketing. So you kind of assist in both of those. And Scott, if you could pull up the reputation marketing funnel, I think that'd be a great, uh, so we've got this little diagram up here. Walk us through this, because I think this is important for our readers, our users, our members to understand. Yeah, and, and as we go talk a, a little bit about this, um, for the listeners, look, there's there's things here that you can implement and take action on um, in, within your practice. I mean, this is a glimpse of a summary of all the services that we provide, but you know, it starts really with inviting your patients to leave feedback. And mm-hmm. that is where the the problem typically begins is you know, a lot of uh, people that we talk to, a lot of doctors say, look, we, we ask our patients to leave feedback. We ask our patients to leave reviews. They never, they never follow through. And it's like, no, it's like, it, so you have to have a good mechanism to not only make the ask, but then remind them oh, and sometimes repeatedly in a polite and positive way to leave that review for you. So you can use email for that. You can use text messaging for that if you have permission from your patient to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's other other tools that you probably have. You can even use the phone to do that if, if, if you feel it. Uh, most business owners and most, most doctors don't have the time for that, but, yeah. but there's different ways that you can remind people to leave feedback. Um, and then uh, once you have that sort of happening, uh, the next thing that we recommend is capture that feedback first privately yourself, rather than sending that feedback directly to, let's say, health grades or directly to Yelp, mm-hmm. um, because for a couple of reasons. One, um, you then get to start filtering what gets see- seen online as opposed to letting the directories filter that for you. And that's a big frustration point. Yeah. Um, the other reason is this. If there is a problem in any part of your practice, whether it's an, uh, an issue with an employee, uh, an issue with service offering, waiting times, whatever the, you know, they don't like the furniture in the front lobby. I mean, we see it all. Um, wh- whatever that problem is, wouldn't it be nice to be able to see that before it goes online and then have an opportunity for you or your practice manager or someone in your staff to deal with that, fix it, turn basically yep. lemons into lemonade, yep. and really win over that patient for life? Yeah, I think uh, Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart, said it best. And he said, customer complaints are the school books from which we learn. 
So so that that's what we recommend as a second process. Once you, you know, mm-hmm. so don't just send them directly to post online. Um, and then uh, so and and then if it's positive, then direct them where you'd like them to take that next step. And you've already captured the feedback, right? They've already typed it into some form on your website or, you know, what have you. At that point, invite them where you want them to cut and paste it, right? If you want to, if you need to build your reputation up on Google, then invite them to go to Google. If you need to build your reputation up on health grades, then by all means, invite them to post on health grades. And, um, and, and, and you then decide where it matters most for your business. And we can, we'll show you some examples of, of, of where it might matter for, for, for your practice. Um, and then the final step, and this is the part that I really love, is promote it, right? Go That's to the, the part top. we're excited about. How do you market yeah, it? Go yeah, to yeah. the top of the forest and the you know, top of the trees in the forest and yell it out, right? Hey, we got yeah. another five star review, and and take those those really good nuggets of content and promote them all over the place. And um, one thing to to just note is that some of the most trusted brands that exist in life today are Google and mm-hmm. Yelp. Yeah, and like it or not, even when other people are posting comments on these services, if it carries the Yelp logo or if it carries the Google logo, or you mentioned the Amazon logo, we intrinsically as human beings are, are conditioned to trust those brands because they're big and we see them all the time. So that's where it matters is put the positive message and promote the positive message along with the brands that has already has the trust. One of the, uh, you know, this morning I was cruising through some of these websites, taking a look at it, and I saw that one actually has the comment section and then a button to click to embed. And I went, that's pretty innovative because now you could grab it as it is and embed it on your website. And uh, it's fun watching this all transition from, you know, what we've deemed social media before in the past and the sharing of things to now all of a sudden this is coming into reviews and this uh, managing your reputation. And it's becoming a whole new marketing strategy. It's really changed the game a bit. Yeah. And I, I liken it to, look, reputation is sort of a foundational piece of your brand identity, your marketing now. And so whatever the practice is doing to promote themselves, whether it's flyers, whether it's going to events, whether it's advertising on more traditional type media, billboards and television and print, or whether it's advertising online, of course, at the end of the day, we know over 90% of whoever's seeing their messages are going to go usually on one of these devices, right? Because it's in our pocket or 12 inches away from us at any given moment of time. Mm -hmm. And they're going to look them up on the phone. And the first thing they're going to look for, and the first thing they're going to be attracted to are do they have those five shiny stars or or don't they? So it's really a foundational piece of marketing in in our point of view and will help add power to everything that the practice is doing to build their build their so business. Let's do this. Let's go live. Let's go. Okay. Let's let's go to Google and, and give <clears throat> us give us a couple examples of how this works. Okay. So um, I went ahead and I did a search uh, right before we started here for OBGYN in Las Vegas. Right. It's yep. a common medical practitioner that is hired by lots of people. Right. Hopefully. Of course. So what 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 happens here is. The first thing that stands out here, the Doug, Google is what? ads. The Google ad. Well, the Google ad is on top, right? Right, right up here. So you have an adver- you have an advertiser, but yeah. but right below that, what do you see down in here, right? Yeah. Start right? seeing star, 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 stars. star, stars, right? And so that's where every all of us are conditioned. Google knows this. That's why they put them there, right? Of course, yeah. So they're basically placating to their customer base, and so you've got you know three OBG uh, uh, practitioners here. One with a 2.4 star rating, one with a 4.8 star rating, and one with a five star rating. You know, one with 10 reviews, one with 21, one with eight. 
right? Yeah. What what's going on in the customer's mind? It's uh, it's. Well, I'm going to avoid that one with the low stars. There you I, go. I, I, I don't want to go there. Yeah. It's a no brainer. And the other thing that we're seeing happening is Google is starting to reward businesses that have a quantity of reviews and a quality of reviews. So they're bringing this into their search they're algorithm. Bringing it into their search algorithm. Wow. Yeah. So it's changing the SEO game for those of you that this is not an SEO conversation, yeah, but yeah. it is changing that game as well quite a bit. Now, here's the other thing that I find fascinating. For almost every type of medical practice, the first and second and third organic listings, right below their MAPS listings, which we just talked about, mm-hmm. are review directories. Look here. The first one's health grades, which is essentially a review directory for practitioners. The second one are the best OBGYN doctors in Las Vegas, according to what? Yelp. Yelp which is one of the most trusted so, brands on the planet. And it's crazy that Yelp is getting into the medical space. Kind of like I saw yeah. Angie's List jumped in. You That's, went, they Are did. you kidding me? They this did. doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But, but obviously it, it does. Yeah. The customer. For the consumer, which right. is the person making the buying decision. That's right. So this is huge because let's say you click on, oh, just click on it for, you know, it's a little bit off off uh, off script, right? Yeah, but yeah. That's, let's do it. So you click on Yelp. And how is Yelp organized? It's organized by highest reputation according to the Yelp rating to lowest. So the number one here is has got the most amount of and the most positive yeah. reputation, followed by number two, three, four. So these practitioners are getting the lion's share of the organic traffic yeah. and the leads because Google is driving it to Yelp. So and the more a, you feed this, the more it feeds you. That's right. Self-perpetuating. That's, that's right. beautiful. So Interesting. It's really powerful. And, and the businesses that have crabbed onto this so are practitioners really, really need to embrace this model they absolutely. it's going to drive how patients find them and and the better their reviews and the better patient experience which is another area that we focus on we did the uh, hospitality and healthcare conference right. over at unlv and it's all about how do you bring great customer service into your practice and this is where the patients are going to say i received great customer service exactly wow exactly very interesting cool so let's let's show us a couple more examples all right so um, I did another search right before here, and this is all live. So this is Las Vegas Dentist, right? Another yep. type of medical practice. And here, it's a lot more competitive, apparently, because there's four Google advertisers and this right is very much consumer-driven. You know, <laughs> yeah, the dental space much. is ve- more, way more competitive oh, than, yeah. than healthcare itself. 100%. Medical. Yep. So let's take a look at these ads, right? You have four ads, four people paying big bucks, probably 20 to $30 a click for this type of traffic on Google. And that's yep. a click to their website. That's not a paid customer yet. That's just yeah, yeah. per click. So you can imagine how much money these advertisers are spending to be there. But look, one of the things I notice is one of these advertisers has figured out how to use reputation in their Google ads. Uh, and that's it. the one that's the one that's going to get the, the click. So you could bring your reputation marketing into your Google ads. A- now. Absolutely. Huh. But only if you have enough reviews and you're only going to want to do that if they're good. Of course. Right. So here you have uh, a dentist with 4.8 star rating, which is fantastic, mm-hmm. and 65 reviews. There is no question if I'm going to click on one of these ads. A lot of people complain, well, how do I get people to click on my ads? Or, you know, yeah. how do I get my cost per click down? Well, this yeah. is a great way to do that. Interesting. So if you are spending money here. Now, again, scrolling right below that, you same kind of thing we saw with the OBGYNs. You've got yeah. other, other practitioners with reputation being high. So this one at the bottom obviously knows what they're doing. They've got 141 reviews. They That's have right. motivated their patients to give reviews. 100%. And what, what's the first organic link below that? Best of Yelp again. Interesting. So for those medical practitioners that are thinking that the, the typical surveys and all that are so important, I would say from a business building perspective, you've got to pay attention to Yelp. 
you've got to pay attention to Google reviews because this is where your patients are going to for sure. So let's jump into the question that I'm sure a lot of our viewers, our members, our physicians out there are asking. What happens when I get a negative review? What do I do? Do I just (laughs) crawl under the covers and act like it didn't happen? How do I address that? Well, what most practitioners do is they call their attorney and they get really, really upset uh-huh. and they want to sue the person that left the review. They want to sue Yelp yep. and they go crazy. And it and and I understand because it's a personal attack, right, on 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 that individual. Sure. And that's not what to do because number one, Yelp's won every single lawsuit that's been brought against them for this mm-hmm. stuff. You're not going to get anywhere with suing um, <laughs> the person leaving the review, even if you even if you can identify it. So. The, the best way to respond, okay, if it ever happens that someone does post something negative on one of these review sites is to is to be ahead of it, get in front of it, mm-hmm. right? And my standard response for pretty much any kind of review, well, before I even say that is don't defend it. Like don't get on the defensive. You're not responding to the person who left the review. Think about- you're Responding to an audience. You're responding to the audience of hundreds or thousands yeah. who are reading the response and making a decision whether you're someone that they want to do or not want to do business with, yeah. right? Do I want this person treating me for something very sensitive like dental work or OBGYN work, right? Or do I not want this person treating me because they're a hothead or all they do is get on the defensive of something you know, when yeah. the littlest thing goes wrong? So don't do that. What you should do is acknowledge saying, hey, we're so sorry you didn't get a five-star experience that we strive to deliver to all of our patients. Please contact myself or contact my practice manager. Here's my personal cell phone number. Here's my personal email address. Call us. We'd love to have an opportunity to make it right. Because, again, you're responding to the public. You're probably never going to hear from the person that left that review ever again anyway. So think of it that way. It's interesting. you know. So medical providers are probably the last to come to this digital party. Uh, they have not needed it before in the past because we'd all be given as consumers the almighty directory. Here's where you could go. Uh, but now there's this healthcare consumerism that's going on, and now people have choices. And they're going up, they're finding things, and you know, websites, uh, you've got HealthGrade, you've got ZocDoc, all of these groups that are out there. And you know, as I've had these conversations with some of our doctor members, uh, some of the first things are, oh, that's just a database of dead doctors. That's a bad <laughs> database. They don't qualify them. They don't... And they get on that defensive, mm-hmm. and we typically go, how do you embrace it? Because it's here. Yeah. It's not going to change. <clears throat> You're not going to be able to sue these large organizations and win. So yeah. embrace it and figure out what you could do to improve, to manage your ma- re- reputation. And, you know, I, I think a lot of folks now go to, let's use health grades. If, if we could mm-hmm. pull that website up, um, you know, at the end of the day, they are probably one of the largest uh, databases out there that's specific. So they're not a Yelp that has a bunch of restaurants and right. uh, they're specific to healthcare. And as we saw, they're highly optimized. So consumers are going there. And let's uh, walk us through this and, and talk to us a little bit about this. Yeah. So most industries now, and this is something that's important for the medical industry to understand, has their own specific review directory or directories that are unique to them. So in the medical community, health grades is one of those mm-hmm. um, directories. And they are there to basically help the customer make a choice of whether of who to see for treatment. Um, I will say, though, that, and I don't want to make sure I don't miss this point, is as important as these niche-specific or industry-specific review directories are, and health grades is one of them, 
Google and Yelp are paramount for sure. every type of practice because those always show up top, and the customer knows that from all of their other experiences. So even though you may not think that Yelp is worthwhile because it's a restaurant review site or something like that, uh-uh. Because it's showing up, as you just proved for medical, yep. take it seriously. So with health grades, you know, again, this is a um, this is a way for uh, it's an opportunity really for the practitioner to get their customers to go to health grades, learn about health grades, and leave positive feedback about them. And you can see pretty much all of these providers that are showing up here are are have lots of reviews and they have lots of good reviews because most of them have like a four to five star rating. I don't think any of them has any any less than that. And so. If you're not playing in this field yep. and this comes up as the Google search result link for OBGYN practitioners in Las Vegas, you're just not going to, I mean, you're not going to get the business. I mean, it's just the bottom yeah. line. So, and the only way to get into these spots is to have quantity and quality of reviews. Interesting. What other mistakes, you're, you're a digital marketing guy <clears throat> before you got into reputation management. What other mistakes are healthcare practitioners making out there in the marketing and advertising space? Just be frank about it and what mistakes are being made? Well, obviously, one of the mistakes is not using your reputation in yeah. all of your communication. That's clear. We've already talked about that a lot. I would say um, the biggest mistake is not taking the time to really understand well, what is it that a potential patient of mine really wants? What's the problem that they they need to solve? Mm-hmm. And how can I deliver um, in a very approachable manner a solution to that problem, whether or not they end up becoming a patient of mine? And I see very few medical practices utilizing uh, what we take for granted in the marketing world. We, we, we call, um, you know, give value first, and mm-hmm. then you might get value back. And so we utilize techniques such as giving valuable information as is an easy one for medical practitioners, right? So with whatever you can do within the governing boards of medicine to deliver free and public information that speaks to solving the problems of your ideal patients and give that out there, put that in your advertising, put that in your on your websites, put that in your social media, that's what you should be promoting because when I'm looking for a medical, especially a medical practitioner, I've got a problem. I've sure. either got pain, I've got a fear, maybe I've something, right? Is yeah. a lot of times when it when it starts. And so solve that pain, solve that problem by giving me some information that you have, right? If you were like think about it, if if you were sitting down with a family member and I came up to you and said, you know, I'm really bugged about my my dull teeth, right? How would you what would you tell your family member to do? You know, how would you explain that? Or, man, I've got this pain that's been in my side for a month. What should I be doing? What should I be, what, you know, well, here, you know, give advice like you would give a family member on, in your advertising in the form of documentation, in the form of video information, promote that. And that's going to make you the expert. That's going to make me and your, and your potential patients want to hire you. It's funny. My dentist makes me sign an agreement that says he will treat every patient like a loved and trusted family member and that you will give him the trust to treat you that way way brilliant and it's yeah it builds that bond i think we have the same dentist yeah so <laughs> brilliant very good so you're publishing a book it's coming out here in the next month or so yes, tell right. us a little bit about this book and uh i think our readers will be able to get a free copy where do they go yeah, to get so, that uh thank you for for mentioning it so here um, i actually brought some of these for your staff so we this is one of our little promotional uh 
uh, gimmicks or tchotchkes. We created a notebook yep. before. There's no content yet, but yep. it's a notebook for you and your staff. This is the cover. So the book's called How to Grow Your Business by Using Your Five-Star Reputation. This applies to medical practice, practitioners and other types of businesses. Um, the book comes out in March. Um, and if you go to Five Star Economy, I'll spell it out, F-I-V-E, StarEconomy.com, you can just simply provide a name and an email address and get on our list, and we'll send you a free copy of the, a digital copy when the book gets released. And it'll walk you through, really step-by-step, all the things that you need to do or should be thinking about doing as a practice to implement some of these strategies that we've talked about to start using your five-star reputation and to start getting your happy patients to leave five-star reviews for your practice. And it's a great way to get started. So if people want to get in touch with you, best way to do that? <clears throat> Call our office. There you go. Our, our What's office. the number? The number is 877-302-1737. And one of our staff members will take really good care of you. Fantastic. Well, we're going to wrap up the show. I want to thank all of our viewers that joined us live here today and all of those that will be watching uh, this on one of our multiple distribution channels, whether that is YouTube, Roku, iTunes, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, you name it. We're out there everywhere. Uh, but thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to seeing everybody next week, and you make it a great weekend.